welcome, Padawans, to the Wannabe Jedi Podcast. My name is Josh. And I'm Matt. And today we are talking about Darth Plagueis the Wise. Yes, the great dark lord of the Sith, Palpatine's master. And and it's a pretty exciting uh, episode, if, if I do say so myself. But before we do that, Josh, we have a random Star Wars thought. Mm-hmm. What is it, Matt? I have to ask you, if I were a Star Wars character... Who would I be? Who would you be? Who would you, who would I be? And then I will I'll tell you who I think you would be. I I don't know if you can you can see my face right now. You're but, you're laughing. But during sophomore year, <laughs> I think Mike, our friend Mike, who's gonna be on the the podcast spoilers later this season, as well as a couple other people on the floor like John. I think one day we were just like we're gonna guess who which character is each person on the floor or each person in our friend group on the floor. So I think we said that you were either Luke or Obi-Wan. I don't think I'm wise enough to be Obi-Wan. Maybe like young Obi-Wan, but I don't, I think I, I, I'm not patient enough. I, I think I would be more like a, a Luke. Yeah, I think it would definitely be a Luke. That's just going off of our sophomore year predictions. But right now... Hmm. After knowing all these characters, rewatching, watching different shows, and ah, that's that's difficult. Yeah, I think Luke is t- is up there. Maybe. Hmm. This is this is hard. My my <laughs> wife seems to think that I am a a Sherlock for uh, Ezra. Ezra. Yeah. Okay, I could see. I could definitely see Ezra. I could definitely see Ezra. But also yeah. Luke. I think you're like a little combination. I I kind of think of you as as the Bendu of the group. <laughs> the Bendu? That's good. The Bendu of the group. I can see it. Yeah, you know, I can see it too. <laughs> you you have your moments where you get a little mad, but overall you're like you're like a neutral. You're you're a neutral person, I'd say. That um, throughout def- the group. Definitely. I hundred percent agree with you. I definitely take neutral stances. I'm not a very big politics person. How do you how do you feel about spiders? Because you kind of live with them. Spiders. <laughs> yeah, as the bender, you kind of live with spiders for most of your life. Yeah, I mean, I'm indifferent. I did have to kill a big spider for my girlfriend once, so yeah, we're gonna go with that. And we were just watch rewatching the Mandalorian season two with with the eggy episode where Baby oh. Yoda or Grogu is eating the spider eggs and oh my gosh my, my girlfriend she she doesn't like spiders so i was like did you did, did you warn her ahead of a time at least i i told her i'm like <laughs> she's like oh why are there like little fingers coming out of the ground and i'm like oh no they're not oh fingers. no <laughs> <laughs> they're eggies i i realized i recognized it instantly and i was like nope 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 i i do yeah. not like spiders as evident from our <laughs> Our one discussion. Yeah, I I remember, and I know I lived with you for for how many years? <laughs> oh yeah, true, true, good point. So yeah, I agree with you with the Bendu. I agree with you with the Bendu. That was that was my random Star Wars thought for the day, listener out there. It was a good one. We would love to hear what Star Wars character you think you are. Let us know. We're we're really interested. I I think that there's a lot of really great ones out there. So I'm I'm interested to hear what you guys all think. Or if you think you know who we are, other than yes. Luke slash Ezra or the Bendu, yes. give us a shout out. <laughs> Definitely. 
I also want to take this time real fast. On our on our most previous Mandalorian episode, some people thought that we were being a little bit too harsh on the Mandalorian. I think I, we just want to reiterate the fact that you guys are more than entitled to your own opinions. We love to hear that. Like, if you guys disagree with us, we we love to hear it. it. It's something that we want this community to be an open discussion. No character is ever set in stone as being bad or good. Mm-hmm. And and if anything, you guys help us. You know, make sure that we have an open mind going into the season finale on Friday. True. Because we we were a little disappointed with the most recent episode. There's no doubt. But we also want to make sure that we look at it from all angle, angles so uh, i know that someone specifically reached out to us about it and i gotta say shout out to you thanks for for calling us out on it and we're definitely going to go into the the last episode of the season with a, a more open mind and maybe we'll if, if we didn't like it maybe we'll try to explain our reasoning a little bit more and maybe ways that we could see season three turning to be uh, a bit different yeah and i agree with matt thanks for the feedback on our latest episode and, and and any other episodes and that's a perfect cue to uh drop a review make sure to drop one or comment or reach out to us we we love to hear from you we genuinely want to hear from you yeah and we did a, a feedback at the end of season one and we'll do another one for the end of season two on our website yeah oh my gosh josh we're like we're down to our final Th- what, three what episodes yeah I, no, other four. Than the we Mandalorian? have four. Other than the, yeah. Without the Mandalorian. Oh, without the Mandalorian. Yeah, we're down to our final three episodes of season two. It's coming up. This is crazy. It went by quick. Yeah. <laughs> it went by really quick. We'll we'll do, you know, stats updates, you know, look back at season two and a look forward to season three as, as we get closer to the uh, the finale. And hopefully we can do some events for our listeners out there. Maybe something on Twitch or something with gaming. We'll play some Battlefront. I, I played some Squadrons this morning. I played some Battlefront 2 2017. I know we're in the works to play some 2005, so maybe we can do something with that. I don't know. Matt and I will have to discuss and uh, get our merch out. <laughs> yes, that's still in the works. We're, we're hard at work. It'll probably be with Season 2 finale. We're ordering samples currently because the previous place that we were with when we got our kind of tests they came back really really not great <laughs> just just to put it bluntly not great a little um, dis- disappointing disappointing yeah anyway let's now get into darth plagueis and how we've kind of structured this episode is we're going to highlight canon first because it's pretty brief basically it's the tale of darth plagueis that's about it <laughs> and then we'll dive into legends and how we would love to see and and i can't emphasize this enough how much i would love to see him be brought officially into canon or more into canon i should say yeah so they they have an open book for josh the very first thing i have is that darth plagueis is a force sensitive mune male for those of you that don't know munes are the banking clan individuals that we see yeah they got they got long heads slash faces very very long heads slash faces definitely look them up i think they are one of the best star wars alien designs that we've seen i'm gonna be honest mm-hmm. i think it's really cool design there's i think they're like over seven feet tall i mean makes sense with how lengthy their heads are and if if i remember correctly which i like to think i do they only have four fingers or no they no they have the full set of human five but their fingers are notably longer 
than humans. They just look a little, I'm going to use this word a little loosely, which is they look a little slippery. <laughs> they do look like they they would belong in like a, a water world or aquatic atmosphere. Like they would have tentacles, like they would have like tentacles or something. They remind me of the droid who it was either in Jabba's Palace or on Cloud City with, I think, no, 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 no. It was in Jabba's Palace when the, the droid was burning the other droid's feet. Do you remember that? Where the, the yeah, droids... yeah, yeah. Yeah, so one of the droids does look like the Munes. Yeah, that kind of I did not I never pieced that together until now. Yeah, it's um it's very interesting to see. A couple of things worth noting. Obviously, we know the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Tragedy. Josh, would you like to uh yes. would you like to remind all the Padawans out there? Yes. <laughs> I'll let you read I mean... the line. I'll let you read, uh, read the whole lines uh, all the way through ironic, all through ironic, too. Yep. You have to commit to it. Okay, fine. Did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? I thought not. It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. It's a Sith legend. Darth Plagueis was a dark lord of the Sith. So powerful and so wise, he could use the Force to influence the Metachlorians to create life. He had such a knowledge of the dark side that he could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. He became so powerful, the only thing he was afraid of was losing his power. Which eventually, of course, he did. Unfortunately, he taught his apprentice everything he knew. Then his apprentice killed him in his sleep. Ironic. He could save others from death, but not himself. She Palpatine. (laughs) (laughs) Not from a Jedi. That was pretty good. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's like the entire story of Darth Plagueis of the Wise in canon. The only thing worth noting that's a little bit extra that is pretty awesome is that he was so focused like Darth Plagueis purpose and mission in life was to achieve immortality and he discovered a way to be immortal which was transferring his consciousness to another body to use as a vessel mm. and where do where do we see that uh, I, I Palpatine yeah, Palpatine. Palpatine, but also in non-canon, Palpatine does come back with that exact way, in a different way than than canon, and oh, that just reminds me of the, the sequels and of non-canon Palpatine coming back, but sorry, Matt, go ahead. <laughs> no, that, that's literally all there is to Darth Plagueis in canon. So technically, it's a pretty open character. Yeah, and that he was involved with politics, stuff like that, or maybe nope. That's that's not even that is still still not canon. That goes into the Darth Plagueis novel, where most of the rest, which not even most, the rest of the time is what we will talk about. Gotcha. Okay, and Matt, you have the Plagueis. I yes, I'm looking at it right now. Like I said, I still think so. For those of you that didn't know, the Plagueis novel. It released in 2012. It's written by James Luceno. It is phenomenal. I think I think it's a great novel. 
I, I recommend you checking it out. It's not canon anymore, so it doesn't it doesn't count technically, but it's still a really good read. And I really think that they're going to take aspects of what we talk about today and take some of those aspects and use them for canon. Yeah, I, I hope so. So we will get into Darth Plagueis Legends Edition after the short break. Welcome back, Padawans. We are still talking about Darth Plagueis the Wise. <laughs> so, Matt, do you want to get into his non-canon lore? Yep. From from the book? The very first thing worth noting is he has a name that's not just Darth Plagueis, as cool as that is. Because he was part of the banking clan, and he was actually a pretty powerful figure within the banking clan, his name is Magister Higo Damask. The second. Not as not as creative as Count Dooku. <laughs> yeah, right. And not not as not nearly as scary as Darth Plagueis either. Or not as as, as intimidating as Sheev Palpatine. True, true. <laughs> he was born to a father named Kar Damask, who was a middle ranking banking clan agent. He was born on Megiddo between 147 and 122 or 120 BBY and his death is 32 BBY on Coruscant at the hands of Darth Sidious and I'll explain why that's so relevant later on in the show and Megito was a planet controlled by the banking clan it's not the home world of the mutants correct and that is also where his father was the administrator of the banking clan's facility there. So obviously the listener out there probably knows what the Mike Ito's landscape kind of looks like. So they're able to keep Plagueis in a pretty... Only select people were able to see him. And that was very helpful because from an early age, he showed his ability in the Force, something that his mom wanted him to keep down, that basically telling her, her son, to Plagueis, to keep his powers a secret... Eventually, they handed Higo over to the banking clan so that way he could follow in in his father's footsteps of great career success with the banking clan. However, that was a secret arrangement so that way a dark lord who recognized that he was force-sensitive, the dark lord's name being Tenebros or Bro- Broas. Tenebr- Tenem- yeah, Tenebros. Tenebros, yes. And so from that point on, he became a Sith. I think before that, he was just like disciple. It wasn't technically his Padawan yet. For those of you that don't know, Tenebris was a Bith. And, and they explain how Tenebris dies at the hands of Plagueis. So this is like really early on in the book. Most of this information is coming from the book. So... Tenebris always kind of thought down on Plagueis and was using like force lightning on him, basically just controlling him. And eventually they go to a far out planet named Baldemnik, which was what the banking clan was scouting out for a mining operation. And while they were scouting, Plagueis basically snuck them into a cavern, killed him, and then dropped the cavern on him. Yeah. To put it lightly. 
and so then because of that he was able to escape and then he was able to pass the blame and like say like oh the the cavern collapsed and then he was able to assume even more power within the banking clan as a result just a quick note comparing current events to Plagueis is that they're wondering if that new show acolyte is going to will relate to any of Plagueis's predecessors his masters so this is why i'm so excited for the acolyte Mm -hmm. and that is because i think where disney might be shifting is i I think they're heading down the high republic the old republic and and they're going to explore those timelines and i think that's going to give us a rich history on the sith and the jedi and how they've been clashing for years and they can go even as far all the way back to the battle of mandalore uh, or the first war between the jedi and the mandalorians like i think we're we're gonna be heading all the way to that timeline because they've been setting up mandalorians and jedi hating each other for so long but in canon or now canon we have yet to fully see it so i think that that's where we're heading slight side note yeah i'm intrigued with the show i think that they need to focus more on the sith and the mandalorians but I don't know. I'm excited to see it, see all of them. Yeah. What they're going to do with it. Since it's a blank slate. Yep. After, so after he rid himself of Tenebris, he thought, I ended the rule of two. I need to go find a new apprentice. But before he returned, he discovered that Tenebris already had another apprentice named Darth Venomous. Venomous. It's almost like Artemis, but Venomous is how it's spelled. Kind of interesting. Basically, they get into a scuffle, and Plagueis wins. Basically, Tenebris taught Venomous. Wow, this is a lot of isses and usses. Plagueis, for example. <laughs> Tenebris taught Venomous the same fighting style that Sidious. Plagueis knew. Yeah, Sidious, true. That Plagueis knew, so he knew how to where he'd be struggling in the fight and he was able to basically outsmart his opponent basically venomous bowed down offering to be apprentice to plagueis and basically plagueis killed venomous instead but what he did discover along with that was that tenebrous was trying to rebuild the sith order and not just have the rule of two that they had lived by for so long and how they had survived. Mm -hmm. So because of that, he had to go and find where the next people were. And that leads him in about 65 BBY, so 30 years before his death, 29 technically, leads him to Naboo, where he had heard that there's a very powerful, force-sensitive person. Can you guess who that was? Naboo. Is that Sheev Palpatine, a.k.a. Darth Sidious? It was. Yep. So I don't want to spend too much time because the first encounter, it's more unofficial business between the banking clan, the Trade Federation, and the Palpatines. Basically, the, the Palpatines... So this is old can... Or this is uh, Legends. So we actually know Palpatine's parents at the time. So they, 
pal protein yeah you're right they're a whole family of pal proteins <laughs> basically they want to strike a deal to get nabu working with the banking clan and all this stuff and the palpatines specifically Sheev and darth sidious have this plan to a rise of power is that when they start making Anakin? yeah so afterwards it didn't it was just a discussion it was just business but palpatine and Plagueis both struck a deal that Plagueis would help spy on the upcoming election to make sure Palpatine gets power. Mm-hmm. And you have the banking clan expanding their operations into Naboo. Mm-hmm. So, but the only thing was, in order for that to happen, Palpatine needed, he, he would have to report to Plagueis directly. Gotcha. So then you already have this kind of power shifting. And, and like Palpatine sp- spilled the beans talking about how he wants to become Supreme Chancellor and rule the galaxy. And Plagueis is like, that's interesting. Plagueis didn't have that endeavor? <laughs> no, he he wanted to rule with him. But he wanted to be the pup or he wanted to be the puppet master, basically. So yeah, obviously yeah. he did not want to step into the politics, but Palpatine did. Yes. So he was fine with holding his banking clan operation and funding Palpatine. But that means Palpatine does the bidding of Plagueis. Yeah. So in about, I'm going to fast forward a little bit here. In 52 BBY, and this is what I want to get your reaction on, because I know that you are curious about meeting with Dooku and Sifo Dyas. So there is one. And Mom. On Sereno. Yes. So on Sereno, which is Dooku's homeworld, as as we covered in the Dooku episode, yep, there was a meeting between Plagueis and a small group of Jedi, including Sifo-Dyas, Qui Gon Jinn, and Dooku. Uh huh. Basically, after after there there was basically a holdout between Sereno and another planet. It was like a trade dispute, basically. <laughs> Who cares about a trade dispute? <laughs> I mean, when you're in the banking clan, you have to care. You have oh. to care. I'm just quoting the new Lego Star Wars special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew, I knew. I was just, I was just okay, saying you have it. to care if you're if you're going into the prequels, you have to care, you know. Yes, that's true. Basically, after that meeting was held, Plagueis spoke with the Jedi and had a debate between Qui Gon Jinn and 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 basically Qui Gon Jinn and him got into a huge dispute over Plagueis's company basically destroying the outer rim for profit which therefore then afterwards Plagueis was accusing the republic of being corrupt which dooku and sifo-dyas and kind of qui-gon all agreed with yeah qui-gon definitely uh didn't agree with the jedi council so he should agree on on something <laughs> yep and sifo-dyas kind of knowing this is when you start to see this goes into explaining the entire prequel trilogy because basically from that meeting Sifo-Dyas starts recognizing the fact that there's going to be a war between seceding members of the senate including the banking clan and all the like all the ones that we saw so because of that and the fact that Plagueis can sense you know could sense the fear of that in Sifo-Dyas Plagueis was going to tell Sifo-Dyas about the clone army, the cloners on Kamino, that they could create an army. 
basically Jocasta knew was also attending that meeting and Jocasta knew was like, no, 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 we got to go. Best way to sum it up. So I wanted to get your thought. How do you feel about the fact that Plagueis almost basically explaining the entire prequels? It was, he was ahead of his time. Too bad he didn't live out to see it. I guess he did from his, from his intuitions. But yeah. I think it helped Palpatine with his overall plan. Yeah. Yeah. A short time after that, you end up having Plagueis introducing Dooku and sifo to Sidious on Coruscant. And they worked, and that's when they told him about the clone army and stuff like that, and that's how they... They, uh came together to yep put order 66 in their chips and yada 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 i think mm-hmm. plagueis paved the way for palpatine but palpatine executed he covered his bases he felt when we're th- when things were going and then at the time when he was wanted to expose himself to anakin and and to the jedi and and to the world he was able to do that so without his master i mean I don't think he would have succeeded with his plan. Well, he wouldn't even have known since Plagueis found him. But um, yeah, I think I think Palpatine should thank his master. After after reading this, doesn't it make Palpatine not seem like the the master as much of the yeah. the master behind it all? I agree. It it seems like Plagueis did more of the the heavy lifting, and then. <laughs> Palpatine was like, yeah, I'm just going to take this as my plan and do it. And then, I mean, I got to give credit to Palpatine. He did put a lot of fear. He was playing. He actually was the one who, who, especially during the Clone Wars, he was the one who went back and forth between each side. So he was like, a, he had a hand in each pot. And yeah, I think, I think they Plagueis paved the way, but then the execution was difficult as well because to play both sides of the war, not easy. Yeah. Do you want to know what the most frustrating aspect of this, of the Plagueis book is and and of Plagueis in Legends? And the reason why I want to talk today about how we could see him coming back into canon, but in a different way. The most frustrating part is that, so during when Naboo was being held hostage, Palpatine and Plagueis went to Tatooine because Plagueis said, hey, there's this boy. At, at the time, uh-huh. Plagueis was unaware. They just He just knew that there was a, an incredibly powerful Force-sensitive child named Anakin Skywalker. He didn't know that it was also Palpatine's plot. Plagueis saw it, saw Anakin as a way to pass on his life. That's why he thought he was the chosen one. Uh, so he could pass on and live through Anakin. Basically groom him up, groom him up to, it, it makes me so mad because of the Anakin we know and, and what he turned out to be. Yeah. It would have been cool. At the same time, I, I don't see it in canon. Because yeah. they want to have like, so so you would have been okay with the fact that the reason why, like the reason why, 
Palpatine killed Plagueis was because that he wanted to use Anakin to rule the galaxy and Plagueis wanted to use Anakin to live on forever. Yeah, I just don't see how Plagueis' plan would have worked. Yeah. Again, I'm not an expert on Plagueis. That's why Matt is going through the history and everything. And there's not much on canon because I, I follow more canon than Legends. But I just don't see how, how Plagueis' plan would have worked. Because Anakin was still his own, had his own conscious. And I understand that either in canon and not in canon, Plagueis and Sidious both had a hand in like the manipulation of the Force to conceive Anakin as well as he, they didn't. It depends on like which story you look at, but yeah, it's just it's just interesting. I think that Palpatine had a better execution to take Anakin slash Darth Vader eventually under his wing as a apprentice than Plagueis taking control of Anakin and living f- indefinitely through his body. I don't see how that that would work. Yeah, it's very interesting. I personally, I, I kind of want to transition this now over to like the discussion of what we can do to bring him back to canon. I think you li- you you have the story, and you end it instead of, you know, him. So so for those of you that don't know, in the Plagueis novel, Sidious, as as we know, kills Plagueis, and it happened. So if we remember, for, so this runs concurrent with Episode One. When Palpatine is elected Supreme Chancellor, the night before that election, when he realized that Plagueis had drummed up enough votes in the banking clan to trade Federation and all of the above to, to make the votes happen so he could win. It's poetry, Josh. It's poetry. Yeah. It's poetry, Josh. You ready for this? So the uh-huh. night before Palpatine, Palpatine kills Plagueis... They go to the opera together, and they sit, and they talk about, you know, kind of the fact that he's learned everything, and the at this point, Plagueis was very drunk, so then they both went back to, to crash at Plagueis's penthouse suite in Coruscant, where Sidious force lightninged him to death. This was the night before he was elected Supreme Chancellor. Oh, he didn't take his fancy gold lightsabers and, and stab him? He used lightning? Nope. He wanted to use lightning so he could make sure that Plagueis was in Agni over the Agni he caused Sidious with the amount of times he was forced lightning. Ah. And like, So it's poetry with that. They go to the opera house and he's like, I've taught you everything. And then Palpatine takes Anakin to the opera house and be like you could learn a lot from me basically <laughs> have you ever heard Full circle. of the tragedy of yourself Darth Plagueis <laughs> I murdered him in this very spot like four <laughs> years earlier no it was like 14 but still yeah yeah 14 it's pretty interesting I think I would like to see Plagueis be brought back but I think everything uh, you basically create his timeline but end it four years sooner. Yes. You could have both of them be political heads in the Senate. I think that's fine. 
I'm fine with the banking clan backstory. I think it's really interesting. It explains why Palpatine might have a good relationship with the banking clan when it comes to being a senator and in the in this in actually in the Galactic Senate. I just think that killing him the night before he's elected chancellor. I mean, the timelines kind of add up. I just really would not want that Skywalker part to appear. So I think as long as they play around that, I, I could see Plagueis being back in like a mini series maybe even some books potentially video game would be great if you go into like force unleashed the, the dark lords but I, I i'm curious what you think i think that the timeline is a little too late for Plagueis. i think that they should have killed him off maybe a couple years after anakin was born it's way too close to say okay he was palpatine's master within episode one like we have Plagueis, then we have Palpatine, and then you have two assassins, Count Dooku and Darth Maul, because that doesn't follow the rule of two really well. I mean, you can say that since there's a, an issue with the Count Dooku line, but even having Maul there as like an assassin, it's like it's difficult because we see that who's talking to the Viceroys? It's Palpatine, not Plagueis. Yeah. It's really contradicting itself, at least I think. Because yeah. unless Plagueis would, did just want to be behind the scenes. It is really worth noting, though, that the entire intention behind Plagueis was, one, to create immortality for himself. But he also thought, this rule of two has not worked. We are not ruling. We're not expanding. We're not creating a legacy for us. We're living in the shadows. So he thought, I need to raise the Sith empire basically okay that's why they had so many different darths that that's why well so that that's why you saw that Plagueis had groomed others to become apprentices and then become sith lords he was trying to recreate the sith, the sith empire. It, before the rule rule two yeah but then palpatine's like no we're gonna no 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 two. <laughs> but Palpatine also did groom others to be apprentices, but he didn't bring them on board until his apprentice was lost. I mean, okay. He, he constantly yeah. groomed and prepared, but he never broke that rule of two. Okay, so he groomed Maul. Maul got cut in half down the chute, doesn't get found till Clone Wars, but then he brings Count Dooku in. And with the whole that he, thing, he he just grooms un, he grooms Count Dooku until Anakin's ready. Okay, he did groom Anakin. Okay, you're you're right. I just don't see why he didn't take Asajj Ventress or something like that. Unless Asajj... Well, so Asajj, Asajj, Asajj was, was considered Dooku. an assassin. For Count Asajj Dooku. was considered an assassin. If you notice in Clone Wars, Palpatine refers to Asajj only as... An assassin. While Dooku calls, calls her apprentice. Yes. So Dooku had his plot, which is why Palpatine told him to execute. Dooku recognized that Ventress wasn't strong enough to take on Sidious, so he's like, okay, I gotta get rid of her. Yeah. But he needed the protection, slash, he wants to take down Palpatine. He wants to take Palpatine's place. Did Asajj ever have a Darth name? I don't think so. No. No. She was just an assassin. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. Okay, you're right. That. He Palpatine did groom his new apprentices because he did 
Count Dooku to Anakin. While not calling them apprentices or, or giving them any titles or even promises, really. He just started grooming them towards it. Yeah, but yeah. that's fair. That's fair. So okay. that that is the non-canon story of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Yeah. I hope they bring him into canon because, I mean, other than, you know, the story, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise, <laughs> he's not in there. So... Yeah, I think they need to do something with the Acolyte series. You can even explain the... You can start with the timeline. Like, you just start with the timeline of heading towards that path. You could create a lot of series around the Dark Lords. They all have to be anti-heroes, though. They all have to be anti-hero story. So Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see how they might do that. True. But yeah, Josh, I I think that about wraps up this episode. Do you want to tell the listener out there who we are reviewing next week? Next week we are reviewing Bo Katan, and we don't. What'd you, know. what'd you say? Can you say that again? Can you say Bo-Katan. that again? Bo Katan. Bo Katan. Bo Katan. You said you said Bo Katan. <laughs> this what it sounded like to me. <laughs> oh, Bo Katan. Yeah, we're gonna be reviewing the uh, the famous Mandalorian. Obviously, Mandalorian season finale will be wrapping up on Friday. And who knows, we might get more of her storyline. We might not. We're just going to play it by ear, but it'll be an interesting character to talk to or talk yeah. about. Yeah. I was re-watching The Mandalorian today and, and the episode that she's in. And she says that, you know, it's the teen cries. But, like, she says she's part of the house of, like, Krees. Like, it's it, – I don't know how they pronounced it because if it's – because it's with a K – I don't know if there's two like pronunciations of it, so I'm just we'll we'll talk about that. I'll have to do my research on that, well, but it, it's the K. It's the K R Y Z E Kreez. Yeah, but so people like people say it's Satine cries, but then in the show, Katie Sackhoff says House of Kreez or something. It's like some kind of different pronunciation. So I'll have to look at it again and I'll bring it up on the episode. Yeah, totally. I'm looking forward to it. There's going to be a lot to unpack, and we and we really might have something because we'll we'll have to see what this latest episode brings. True. But until then, stay connected on our social medias at Wanna Be Jedi Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Wanna Be Jedi Cast on Twitter. Make sure to go drop follows and and comment and let us know what Star Wars character you are most like. We're we're very curious about that. Until then, take care, everyone. Stay safe. May the force be with you all. Tragedy. <laughs> <laughs>